My name is Jason Salomi and this is Perfection, an athlete's perspective. Hey people, welcome to a brand new episode of Perfection, an athlete's perspective. And today we have a repeat guest, but a long overdue guest for sure. Again, after this, uh, this crazy GFL season. In fact, he just led the GFL in touchdown receptions with 20 two zero touchdowns in what how many games is it yeah. ten, in 10 games man in 10 games and he didn't even he basically didn't play three games so man you know that lets you know the kind of players is mr daryl stewart how you doing today bro um no very fine enjoying the texas weather yeah definitely de- uh, definitely better than the uk is currently pouring down in rain or as we say in England it's currently pissing down and it's it's terrible it's hailstones but today's going to be a, a different a different style towards the show usually I talk about optimizing performance and how we do that in different ways but today is going to be a bit of a a reflection and a, a different a different kind of pace today um we're going to talk about mental health we're going to talk about winning the championship and we're going to talk about a situation that just came up three days ago, four days ago in Frankfurt uh, with some of the imports and just being an import in general and what that means um, to ourselves. So to start off with, DJ, how how are you mentally? Like, where are you at mentally? How are you doing? Uh, mentally, I would say currently I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. When it comes to... Uh, just enjoying life, enjoying the smaller things. Mm-hmm. That's I feel like that's the that's the main thing when it comes to mental health. You really want to get around certain things that really uh, put you in a good space. And I feel like for me, it always for me, family always put me in a good space. Being able to see my granddad and see my family, my brothers, sisters, and my mother, it's always been a, a great opportunity. So, yeah. No, that sounds sick, man. I mean, what, what was it like for you? Because for me, like, you know, I had the opportunity to go home during the season in the summer break. Um, and, you know, be England being only two hours by by flight away, you know, meant that if anything happened, you know, I could be home pretty quickly. But for you, it's it's kind of different. What was that like being so far away from home during the season? For me, it was kind of tough because I was always uh, trying to talk to my family. And it mm. would be... Uh, our nights would be their mornings, and their mornings would be our nights. So it was it was uh, tough uh, trying to talk to them because either they sleep or I'm asleep. And yeah. on top of that, you just have a lot of things like uh, missing them a lot, uh, missing just like waking up, seeing my brothers, seeing my sisters. Like mm-hmm. that was tough for me because I'm big on family. Like, that's one of the biggest things for me. Like I love my family. Uh, I just love being around my family and like not seeing them. It definitely played into uh, a lot into my mental uh, clarity when it comes to like, you know, coming out with good attitude when I'm waking up in the morning, like thinking about them, I'm kind of down and stuff like that. So it definitely played a huge part in that. Mm-hmm. No, man, I mean, that like, especially when like, I mean, this is outside of college, obviously the first time you've been away from your family, but I guess with, with college, like you're kind of there and back, but like, it's, you know, you're in a different country and like being in Europe in general how did you find that um, because that's, that's another like another different challenge uh, it was kind of difficult definitely uh, 
being in America my whole life, letting uh, me come into ZFL, that was my first time ever leaving the country. Mm, so crazy. But yeah, exactly. To put that in perspective, uh, I had officially became a sore thumb. Like I was out of my own element. Yeah. So it was like not knowing the foreign language, uh, not knowing like where to go, the direction, uh, like how to just basically like socialize and like. Cause I'm a very like social person, so I want to get out, know people. But like it being tough, not knowing like how to do certain things. Me being the sort, uh, how would you say? I don't want to say black sheep, but me being like not, you know, not familiar to where I was from to the land. It yeah. was definitely tough for me. But um, I feel like you guys, uh, you guys made it uh, pretty easy, especially like you and all the other guys is like made me feel like I was right at home. So I appreciate that. Nah, nah, it was, it's, it's a pleasure, man. It, it was sick. I mean, you know, like you said, you know, all of us were coming from different countries and outside of TJ, really, none of us even spoke German. So that's a, a the language barrier is a whole, a whole separate thing. But like you say, you know, with the guys and stuff, it, it was, it was, it was a lot easier, man. I'll be honest with you. It was a lot easier, especially when like we had the, you have a group that's like how we were, you know, playing FIFA and stuff and, and then Madden and, you know, doing stuff together. And, you know, it, it makes a lot a big difference. But for me, for me personally, being back home has been like, it's been kind of weird because, you know, you, you we're coming from obviously winning the championship, which we're going to talk about in a sec. But like, you know, we had the, the fan rally, like what, like a couple of days pretty much before we were left. Well, before before I left, and you you obviously stayed uh, buying for surgery, so you go from this weird thing where you just done something historic, um, and you've, you've given something to some people, and you know they appreciate you for it, and you know the fan love was crazy, and then you come home, and like you're just you right. again, thanks. You just you just you just Daryl, you just Jason, you know, and you know you're just a regular person, and like I feel like the first couple of days. I had to kind of readjust to that, you know, like, and it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird and a little bit difficult because like I've, I've spent six months doing something that I'm really good at. Um, and now I'm home and like, I have to kind of find myself again and kind of pick up where I left off um, six months beforehand. So it was weird, but you know, we're, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. Um, you know, I just had a, actually just had a job interview today, you know, so that goes as well. So yeah, we're getting there, man. But I, you know, I haven't even been home, home just yet. You know, I've been speaking to my people and stuff. So mm. I'm gonna go home soon. I'm gonna see my people. You know, I miss my my nephew, my siblings and stuff, my old man. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna catch up soon. It's gonna be crazy. I can't it's wait. It's gonna be good. And it's the same thing with uh, me. Uh, I feel the same way. Mm. Just being in America, like, well, being there in Germany and we won our season first ever team in what 25 30 years yeah was it 30 or 25 we're the, we're the first ever dresden monarchs team to win the gfl since there have been since there's been the gfl yeah never yeah. been they never won never never won so i mean that was pretty historical to be able to do that for them uh also to, to be able to uh just winning with you guys but also coming home to where it's like America, where it is when it comes to sports, I mean, so much big, it's so big, and you have so many things going on. But coming back and you go straight from 
championship, top of the world, thousands and thousands of people at the game. People yeah. just approaching like it's it's amazing. Like you're going from a king until you come back and you come back home, it's flat line. <laughs> Facts. Damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You go back to a situation where it's like uh you you back through the motions. And this is also helpful for um humbling you. And it's also it, it, it can be a mental challenge because you go from uh, a perceived value to perceived value, your necessity to an organization, and then you go back to you just another number. And uh, what I want to tell a lot of athletes is, I mean, that is okay, but also you should have a plan to not just go from climax to back down because that can be a mental challenge when it comes to feeling like uh, uh, a nobody or no, not having a purpose or you know you always more than running the ball, shooting the ball, dribbling the ball, kicking the ball. You always more than that. So what I want, I would Facts. tell the other athlete is always try to find something that substitute and also bring you the same joy that you have playing sports. For me, it's, it's so many things for me. Uh, I want to say being around family, uh, uh, working out as well, exercising, uh, mm-hmm. even doing like, because I got a degree in criminal justice. So even like doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, having that under my belt and finding like peace inside of that. Like mm-hmm. you always got to find something because it helps with your mental clarity. It, it helps you with the mental, um, how would you say? Challenges, the ups and downs, you know, because you going from something being so high and something so low, you do get mixed up in a lot of uh, questioning yourself. Even when I came from college, you go from top university, playing on good teams and running around the best athletes. And then you go down to, you know what I'm saying, not having somewhere to play, that it, it really messes with you mentally. But like I tell Definitely. you now, find something that brings you the same joy. And you never, you would never, you would never feel the emptiness mm. of that from that climax to that. But then again, I always have a plan and enjoy the small things in life. So Definitely. No, that's everything you said is, is facts, especially the stuff about like having something outside of football that, that brings you joy. Um, and you know, having you know, you have a degree, I have a degree also, and having those skills that you they're able to build outside football and create that kind of you know, plan B and plan C just in case it doesn't work out is, is so important. Because I think if if I came back home and I didn't have any kind of like career prospects or any kind of experience, then I would probably feel a lot worse because I'd probably feel like hey, maybe no one's gonna hire me about this, that, and the other, but. The fact that I have other stuff that I do and other stuff that I enjoy. And even being at home, it's kind of weird. I don't know about you, but because it was football 24-7, when I got home, I was able to to think about something, like stuff a bit a bit different from football, you know, stuff outside football. I was able to do certain things before, like even, even for example, like putting together my highlight tape. I actually really enjoyed it because I was able to do some editing that I didn't really have time to do in Dresden. I was able to look at... Uh, some stuff, some images and some videos that I, that I filmed and, and took in Dresden. I was able to, that I'm currently putting together for something. So yeah, man, it's it's definitely true, man. Have some stuff outside football that brings you enjoyment, that brings you that brings you love and spend some time with your people, man. Definitely, definitely. This stuff is, is intense, man. But bro, how did it feel? I mean, I, how did it feel? How does it feel? Because... 
we we really made history and I think I don't know about you it took me a while to really understand what we did um because because I didn't really like I didn't, I didn't really get it I guess until it was at the fan rally and I was speaking to one of our supporters and he was talking about how he's he'd never seen a team as talented as we were and he was saying that he knew we were going to win the championship even from week one when we lost to Cologne he said I, I could just tell this team is destined for great things. How does it feel to do something that has never been done before in history? Uh, it's definitely a surreal feeling. Mm. Cause you don't, uh, not me personally, but I guess as certain people would say, you don't really see it because you're not really inside of the process. So yeah, but it was amazing. It was definitely amazing. Uh, you know me. I was always saying, like, from the week one, when we was just practicing in the summer, like, not knowing yeah. who we going to Because I was always saying, bro, we going to the young, bro, we going to win. Like, and the people used to look at me and, like, say, like, he's just an American thing. He just coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm literally telling them, like, bro, we are going. I'm not taking no other option or route, you know? And so saying that, going through that, and losing week one in Cologne, right? Man. And it's like, you can tell people it's like, man, um, they was iffy. Mm. You know, but like I said, I stood strong and when I anything I say, I'm gonna stand on the ten toes and I'm gonna stand behind it because I mean that's just how I was raised, how my mother and my father raised me. Like, anything you say you you all in, you all in for it. It just feels surreal. It do feel surreal, but it feels amazing. Amazing, bro. You go through a season where uh, a lot of people didn't respect the team. I mean, they respected the organ, uh, the team, but not really as so much as the organization. And they didn't Thanks. believe. Like we didn't have the media hype that everybody else had. Every every game we played, besides the first game, everybody thought we would lose or have a chance to lose. And I remember yeah, looking at the winning and losing chart, and all, <clears throat> they might don't want to say it now, but I remember the charts. I have screenshots on my phone. Where all, <laughs> exactly. For all the media guys and like all the people who uh, look after the game, they will all pick the other teams and we will have probably one vote. All pick the other teams and one vote. Like they even did that for Berlin, but they had a Berlin against us like a two a two v two. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Come on, bro. You thought two people thought they were, you know what I'm saying? But it, it only makes it makes, I like it. I definitely yeah. like that was my motivation through the whole season. I'm like, nobody it's funny for uh uh for teams that don't really respect us, mm. but you put three people on one guy. That's that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so funny. No, nah, it no nah, is because like I remember you know, I I have friends on quite a few other teams and stuff like that. And throughout the season, uh, you know, I have friends and, you know, they'd be like, oh, man, you don't, you know, you don't do this and you don't do that. And they would say, oh, you know, you're going to cause you problems and this, that and the other. I said, just wait till you play us. Because the, the thing about football and the thing about sports I love so much is like, it's going to eventually come down to a one-on-one -on -one battle and you're going to have to look someone in the eye and say you can beat them. And a lot of guys, and I'll be honest with you, a lot of guys will, will flinch. A lot of guys do. And we saw every single week there was guys talking trash, 
on, on, on every facet of the game. Off on offensive guys, the other team's defense talk trash. Defense guys, there'll be an offensive player, quarterback, running back, whoever, talking trash. And then, you know, you go home and you've given up like 40-something points and you've scored like a touchdown or something. And then it's like, then it's the excuses. Oh, we didn't have this guy or that guy. And then we beat the team again. And then it, what's the excuse now? Like, I, I, I don't understand. And it felt like every single week it was that. To where even in the, the championship game, going into the championship game, I had spoken to guys that were saying that were saying to me, oh, yeah, they're going to cause you a lot of problems. On, I mean, I, you know, I, I've got a lot of respect for Unicorns. They're a great organization. But <clears throat> if you look at the film and how we played, there wasn't any problems, to be honest with you. Like, it was just, it was... Our problems. We made the problems. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it was. That's what it was. We we took a whole half to figure ourselves out. And then when we did, you know, you know, we won the championship. So... I just found that I just found that kind of funny. Like you say, it felt like every week, you know. I mean, I I don't want to call anyone out in particular, but for the Potsdam game, bro, do you remember the predictions for that game? They exactly. it was a clean sweep on one media outlet of who was going to win that game. Not a single person. I won't say who, but not a single person on this particular well-known American football media outlet picked us to win that game. And I remember thinking, like, why? Like, like I don't understand how. It was actually one guy. I I don't I don't know this guy personally, but he is from England, who said something. I'm paraphrasing that the Portsdown running back was gonna have a field day, and I was like, what? I'm gonna what's considered a field day? And I remember we sh- we we saw that in the in the defensive group, and we were just like, that is crazy, like. What made you think that that was going to happen? You know, I, I don't understand. And and for me as well, I don't know about you, but it was it was a weird moment in the season because then all of a sudden people started realizing we were for real. But it felt like they didn't, didn't realize until like the Salem game until we were going to the championship. I was like, what? Like you have you not seen what we've been doing? But nah, it's it's crazy, man. We we really did that stuff. It's crazy. Uh, the thing would get me. This is what makes me. And and, and this is perfect because. What I'm going to do is, I know you are the interviewer. So what mm-hmm. I'm going to do is ask you a question. <laughs> Comes out, I don't want to know. I, I'm going to say this question, and I want to know where was you at mentally. Yeah. I want to know where you was at mentally. All right. When the all-star list came out. <laughs> when the all-star list came out. Where were you mentally? Like when you looked at it, like what did you? How did you feel? What did you think? I mean, I, I so so when it came out, it was weird because I didn't even see. I saw the offensive list first, and I I actually just assumed you were on it without even checking because I saw KJ. And I was like, oh cool, he's on it. I said that's what our oh, DJ's gonna be on it. And then I had to like it was um, a friend of mine. It's actually I think it was Glenn who who tweeted on his Twitter that he made the list. I was like, oh actually, let me actually have a look at this, and I didn't see you there. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, wait, how many TDs does he, did he had? Because at this point you had 20. I thought 20 TDs and you basically didn't play two or three games. I was like, okay. So I was like, okay, so who else made the list? Because obviously I covered or have played against the majority of the wide receivers on the list. And I saw some guys on the list that definitely deserve to be there. But I saw one or two names where I was like, huh, okay, that's interesting. 
Um, okay, cool. And then I put the list in the group chat. And then I looked at the, the defensive list. And that was hard. The defensive list, that was tough. <sighs> I Man, like that. I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be real. Like, the the linebacker list, in it like was like, what? Like, like if you – I think – if you know football and you understand what our like Mac and Lana asked to do for our defense, like it, like it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense how they can be left off. Like I, like I know it's a like it's a numbers game and stuff, and you know dudes had a lot of sacks and a lot of tackles and, and stuff like that. But if you if you know if you know football, what you don't you don't have linebackers. Like Mac, and, bro. Mac and Lana asked to run with receivers, bro. Linebackers on other teams aren't doing that. It's just, no. it's just not. It's just not happening. So they got hold. And Chuck, bro. I I was more annoyed about Chuck than I was myself because Chuck is one on one the whole game. People don't realize that he is one on one, no help, pretty much ninety percent of his snaps, bro. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. One on one. No, game. no help, no help. That we're not rolling coverage to his side. We're not doing. We're not doing anything. He's just. It's just him and whoever's lined up across from him. And man, I de- I'll be honest with you. I think the only DBs I know that played that much man were the Potsdam DBs. I have to show love to them because they they held it down oh, really sure. for, for the for majority sure. of the year for sure. Um, for other sure. than that, though, like phew, I, I was surprised, man. But. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I just used it as as fuel, you know, going into the into the to championship game into the playoffs because I you know I think it was Julian Edelman who said like I don't you know I'd rather make the Super Bowl than the Pro Bowl, so I don't really mind to be honest with you. And we won it, so it's 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 what it was. Where were you mentally? You know, because you you had twenty. Like I don't even know what the record is, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. It must be close to that, like twenty receiving touchdowns. Realistically, if you had even if you had played, I think it was the whole New Yorker game, and there was another game where you didn't play. I can't remember. I play, I ain't played like uh, almost a whole season. Like if it was a which we blew out damn near everybody. If it was a going to a twenty one, they taking me up. They would leave everybody else in, but they taking me up. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what it was. If you had played every game to first quarter to fourth quarter. You probably would have had like thirty-five touchdowns or something, you know, something stupid like that, you know, and and you would have had the yards would have been crazy as well. So, so what, what, where were you mentally when when you saw the list? Mentally, I was just because uh, at first I really wasn't worrying about it because I'm like not taking it serious because you know what I'm saying I'm just chilling and then somebody dropping in the group chat and was just like, like dang, like you know how people how we be juggling in the group chat like damn, yeah. that's our offense not good enough to even make the All Star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then like, what makes me mad? It don't make me mad, but really, what really bothers me is like, if you don't like, you don't consider us. You don't have respect for our offense. So why do you put three people on me? I don't understand. <laughs> don't respect, like, if I didn't respect somebody and I didn't think they were good, and I think that if I wouldn't think they were noble to even put two, three people on them. I'm not, I'm not doing it, bro. I'm not putting that many people on, on one guy, not that's... on one guy. And I, I respect Weston Carr. Like he is a great athlete. He's a, he's a dog. He's a dog, bro. He can make man dog catches. He's a great, 
Yeah, I ne- I don't have a problem with that. And whoever else made the list, I don't have a problem with that at wide receiver. But let's look at the cold hard facts. Nobody else in the jail field was double or triple more than me or asked me. Like they know they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. From own receivers who both of their receivers made the and I have no it's beast. No, yeah, they good. Yeah, it's all respect. They never was double or triple more than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Western Car probably was. <coughs> Western Car probably was, and I wasn't even the only receiver on my team. That's the crazy. Part. That's the yeah. that's the craziest. Thing. We had weapons everywhere, bro. But you still double and triple me, and then and that's why I have so much respect for the Postum uh, for Postum defense because oh, at fact. times they did double, but most of the times. They say I'm gonna put my best guy on your best guy and let's and let's play. And I in America, that's how it's played. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You if you consider you supposed to be the best, then you the best. But that's what really got that's what really aggravated me because I'm like, bro, y'all doubling and tripling me, and I still outdo your numbers after you doubling and tripling me, and I still don't make, you know what I'm saying, the all-star team. It's like, what? Like, that's how I knew. Like they didn't personally, I feel like they didn't like the style of my game. They didn't like how I played my game. They didn't like because I didn't hold back. Like, I would tell you how I feel <laughs> out there. Like, I didn't care. Like, if a coach says something to me, I'm going to let him know right there. Like, Listen, coach, like, let's relax. Like, you got three people on me and you trying to tell, like, you can't, it's nothing you can say to me at all. I won't even, I'm not even going to take you serious to the opposing team coaches. But it was crazy to me. I'm like, damn, but they really trying to, like, disrespect me. And the thing is, when we went to social media on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and when you guys tweeted out, dang, Dallas Stewart did not make the list. And the dude was like, it was two other, he was like, it was three other people that they felt that was better than him. I'm like, man. Bro, I got more touchdowns than them, more reception than them. More the thing, yards. the thing is, like, if if they if they did it how they do it uh, in the Pro Bowl or the Top One Hundred, where they asked the the players, man, it would have been a completely different list because the 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 other guys. Don't get me wrong, I don't know anyone. I don't know the the South Division at all. Don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like the North receivers they got it right. I don't know anything about the South guys, but if they ask, if they put hand on heart to every DB in our division, who was the toughest to cover. For me, like I haven't gone up against you in practice and stuff. I already, like, I already know. Like, I, I already know. I don't have to, you know, to lie about anything like that. And not, I'm not saying that because you're you're here and you're my boy and stuff like that. I promise you, the vast majority, if not all, DBs would say you. And they, I, I think, I think because they ask coaches, and I think, like, I don't know, I, I don't know what the politics of coaching is like in in Germany, but I know that there are some coaches, for example, in the UK. If they don't, if they if they don't like a certain player the way he plays, they will do certain things to make sure he doesn't get his his certain amount of shine. That's that's just what I know in the UK. I don't know what it's like in Germany. I'm not speculating, but I do know that it does happen in other countries. I don't know if it happens in America. I'm not. I have no idea, but that's what happens in the UK sometimes. So it might be that kind of situation. I don't know. No, but that was good. I, 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 after that situation happened, I was laughing because I talked to my godfather. And that's what really set the field to the fight, honestly, because I didn't even get to really like see the list. Yeah. But when he was like, hey, man, you're not even good enough to make the All Star team. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Bro, this. And then they put, and no disrespect to the North or the South Division, but then they put 
a soft receiver over. I'm like, come on. But but I feel that because they have to put a soft receiver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but all North Division and don't put the South Division. But I was just like, bro, they really like that's I came to recruit like, bro, GFL really don't respect. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they don't respect. They really don't appreciate my game and like what I brought to the league. So I'm like, bet. And like from that point, <laughs> I already had a chip on my shoulder. But from that point on, man. I was like, every DB, every defense, I'm going to kill. I'm playing. I'm playing just all out crazy. And then it come, here it comes. Everybody's saying it. And I and I have I have number of respect for the Surlander players. Like Surlander Hurricane, they're a great team, great players. Great players. But good coach too. A, amazing coach. But when we played, before we played them, everybody was saying because how Surlander beat. They figured out, here we go, here we go. <laughs> they, have, they have figured out the Cologne Crocodiles. They beat them. They, they're two main receivers who made the All Star, who made the All Star team. They locked them down. They cannot do nothing. This was what this was what being said in the media. Yeah, the Cologne Crocodiles was shut down. They raw receivers were shut down. They two top receivers who made the All Star team were shut down. It was over. With. Cool, right? It's cool. So everybody's saying Southerners are definitely going to beat the Dresden Monarchs and the defense is just too high power. Man. Me, I'm going to sleep every night laughing. <laughs> you ever saw the scene in Troy when Plaxicus got killed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least that's all I was, I was like. It is, I'm 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 on straight hunt mode. So when the game began, you know that quarterback. The quarterback came out there. He running through our drills in the warm up. Man, that was they punt. They punted the ball right in the middle of our warm up as well. That's what we doing. Like that's, that's how we doing it. Yeah, for real. Like I was like, okay. It's that kind of game. That's cool. Like if that's if see if that's how we doing it, it's cool. I ain't tripping. If that's how we are gonna play, we are gonna play like that. And I always been like this. So when the game started, uh-huh. from the first snap of the game, I put DB. I put him on his back because I'm showing you. I'm put you on your back, and that's how I'm playing the rest of the game. You got a problem with it? See me on the line, brother. I ain't going nowhere. But on that. <laughs> so, but I like Sterlanders. You know what they did? They played. They played. They double me. But at sometimes they said, "Forget it. I'm gonna play man. I might play off, but I'm gonna play man." Yeah, bro. Every time, bro. I went. I was trying to go crazy every time. Yeah, and they and the thing is, you got to respect them too because they came, they played cover zero against us, and it's really only two teams have done that: Potsdam and Saarland. So I have a lot of respect for that. To be honest with you, that takes a lot of guts, man. Super respect. And then let's let me not even take it away. Even for y'all, they were saying they had weapons that was gone. I was yeah. like, I was like, what? Yeah, y'all didn't see this team shutting shutting teams out. Oh yeah, shutting teams out. Come on, what what other defense shutting teams out in the north? It was, it, and it was crazy because like the a couple of weeks before we played New Yorker, who are a really good team, and we played the whole game, man, for the whole game, whole literally seventy five, eighty percent of the time we played man, no help, no safe safeties was man, everyone is man, and for me when when I saw the. I think I saw like the comments about like so don't get me wrong, their offense was crazy, and especially in that division, yeah. they went crazy. But yeah. I saw the comments like, oh man, you know, this is this has potential to be like Cologne. I just thought to myself, like, 
what kind of defense would we be if we didn't learn our lesson from Cologne? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why would we make the same mistake again? Because we, a lot of us made mistakes in defense in that game in the playoffs. Like, this is the playoffs. Like, and then, you know, it was a lot of comments about how good their quarterback and he was good. A very good quarterback. Uh, they had a receiver who was pretty good too, a tight end who was pretty good. Yeah, for sure. But like the thing is, and I, and I know, and I know this because I knew we were going to win a championship the whole season, just like you. But the thing is that what what you can't measure is is heart. Like you can't measure it. And I knew I knew for a fact the guys we had on defense, not just the imports, the German guys as well. My yeah. boy, my boy Jonas, that, like people like that, they're just they're different. Like they like they he like he took Jonas took it. I know he took it personally when people were talking about him being you know this that and the other. He took it personally. And you see what he did in the German ball, man. So we, I knew, you know, I, I knew it wasn't going to be, uh, it wasn't going to be. I didn't get caught up. And that's what got me, like. And then a lot of teams was like trying to say, like, we want this and we want that, but it's like, bro, like the people that we have, bro, we had nothing on offense. We had so many weapons. We had Redeem. We had AB. Robin, like, come Robin, on, taking the come on, like, let's let's relax. We had the best quarterback in the GFL, hands down. Facts. In the year, I'm there. Facts. I will, I, I will bet my money on in here. But like, oh, de- definitely, definitely. People still didn't respect us. People still didn't respect us, but that's why I played so angry and I played so aggressive because coming in, I'm like, you, you guys, GFL, the organization, like you – don't have the you didn't give me the respect you didn't give me the appreciation so after I slaughtered everybody that y'all say that's supposed to be good hmm. what, what, what what's the excuse been and that, and after that Sutherland's game it piggybacked straight into the championship and it was it was amazing bro when when we came out when you came out in the championship game actually now forget that when you got to the stadium of championship morning how were you feeling that day? I was um, I was feeling good. I was I was at awe because like I never been to a soccer or a football stadium. Yeah, what guys calling here. I never had been to one, so like the whole architect of the stadium highest building, like seeing it, it was it was beautiful. But I was so enraged <laughs> for the last two weeks and this week because here you go again. Yes, go saying like oh. This guy's going to – they got a DB over there that's shut down. Their defense shuts down everybody. And Man. this – they got the best – and that's all respect to their defense. And Facts. to, and to the offense too. Yeah, to the offense. It's all respect, man. I don't have no disrespect. Anybody who got that and plays the game have my respect. At the same time, uh, my mama and father, that didn't raise me to be scared of no man, no woman. Like Never. I'm not. Uh, yeah, like I'm not. Come on, bro. Like that's never, it's never gonna be a thing. And then they, on top of that, they saying their defense is gonna shut out this, and their defense got this. Their DBs was gonna be not the receive. Our receivers don't have enough firepower to, for their DB. Like saying all this crazy stuff, and so they told me the guy who's gonna be holding me, and I'm like, I didn't did all this, right? I didn't create all this body of work before the championship. And you still say somebody's going to stop me from doing what I do? Crazy. Yeah. What about you? How how was it for you? I mean, there there was the aspect of like, 
don't get me wrong, like they, they had a guy who had been in the league and stuff like that. You know, a couple of guys that played pretty high level on their offense. Um, but like, I'm not, I'm not like being arrogant or anything like that, bro. But like, I wasn't really worried because like I knew the guys we had on defense. I knew what the game plan was. We had complete faith. We put together. I mean, Coach Oates had to shout him out every time. He put together a crazy good game plan, you know, for that game. And it was just up to us to execute, and we did. I, I, I was never really worried. Like you know, I was never. Don't get me wrong. Like I heard, I'm, I'm not going to say who. I heard guys that were that were kind of worried about certain situations coming up. But you know, and yeah, like you say, guys are nervous, you know. But like it's like for me, it comes back to what you were saying. I was I was raised. I how can I fear someone that has two arms, two legs, and bleeds? I like I don't understand it. Like it like me going out to play football. There's no for me anyway. There's no pressure. I'm not a single mother. I'm not a struggling father raising multiple kids. I'm just playing exactly. I'm playing football for fun, bro. Like like if I if I go out there and lose this game, I've lost the game and that's it, you know. So with that, I play I play free. I don't play, you know, clammed up and nervous. Um and you know, and that one thing I, I really appreciated was, you know, coach coach Oates, one thing that defensive coaches especially, they'll put faith in you and they'll do that um by how they play you. We got to the goal line and they left everyone on the goal line. We left everyone on the goal line, one-on-one, -on -one, everyone on the goal line. We didn't play no match. We didn't play no zone. Every time they're in the red zone, we were one-on-one. -on -one. And that that showed me already how much faith coach had in us to get this done. And we did. So, you know, for me going into that game, I wasn't super nervous or anything like that. I was just very excited, bro, because there was another chance to win a championship. You know, I've been in a few championship games, but this is like, this is the GFL. And for guys in Europe, this is like the Super Bowl, you know. This is this is huge, huge, huge. Um, so yeah, going into the game, I was excited, and I, and to be honest with you, I knew our offense. Like, you know, there was a couple turnovers, stuff like that. But I was I wasn't stressing, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, when you play defense and you play like that kind of bend but don't break style, you can't do it for the whole game. It's just too difficult, you know. Um, so I knew that eventually we figure it out. Um, as the run game was crazy, bro. Like. Watching Devoir, like just running guys over and stuff was was so yeah, man. I I loved it. I loved it, man. I loved all of it. But you know, I have to. Say, I do have to say, man. I mean, the Unicorns are a great team. Like they're easily the best yeah. team played this this year. Like they like they did some certain things. You can tell their receivers were very very well coached and how they ran their routes. They knew how to run certain things against zone. Obviously, they had Morris Bowringer, who's in the NFL, and you can tell he played in the league. Just based off a few things like his releases, how he ran his routes versus zone and man, you could tell the the quarterback. Even though he'd only been there for I think a month, the, the guy who came in, he was he was yeah, a very good quarterback. So I, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for for the unicorns, man. They're a great team. They had, I mean, and they had guys on defense. Uh, I, I can't remember his name. The safety number six. He's he's an animal. Like that kid is so intelligent. Like you know, and if you if you know. If you know DBs, you know how smart he is, and they have a, a linebacker and a few, and they have a corner who's really good as well. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah, he was yeah, pretty, he yeah. Was pretty good. Yeah, bro. But I, you know, I, I, watching the film and stuff before the game, I wasn't you know worried or you know scared about this, that, and the other. I just, I think it's just how I am and just how I've been raised and stuff. And you know, it, it was cool. It, it was cool before the game. I was excited. My fam, my, my family watching. My a couple of my boys came. My girl came. So it was a good day, man. We we had a good time. It was it was definitely a good game. 
Uh, and I'm, I'm like, I, like you said, Unicorns a great team, great coach team. The coaches are great. Uh, the players are pretty good, and that was by far one of the best complete teams, not individual. Oh, facts, facts. Complete teams that we have played. And you know what I'm saying? Do they have great individual players? Yeah, I mean, of course they do. But the mindset that I that that the league created and then the, the surrounding media created, I was only like on go mode. Like it was only on, I was, I was aiming to like kill anything that was in front of me. And I did, I enjoyed the, the game, but then again, you have them saying like, man, they're just gonna stop y'all offense, y'all offense, this, and the receivers don't really have a challenge. So when they say stuff like that, in my head, I say, oh, dang, they for the man the whole game. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like, they for the man the whole game. This would be perfect. So I'm like, man, we get out there. As we playing, I'm like, why is this man calling help? He won by himself. Oh, and yeah. Once I seen that, once I see another grown man call help from another grown man, so I'm like, come help me. Come. I already know. I said, oh, yeah, it's for the game. It's, it's, it's over. And you know what? The thing about that is, like, I, I think about our, like, our defense. It's never been a situation where that's happened. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I, we've never lined up and we got to the goal line and Jonas is, is like, asking me for help. Like, that's never happened before. Like, or Chuck or or, or Valto or, or Robert, whoever, whoever, whoever's who's in. So when I saw that on the sideline, I thought, ah, oh, man. And this is on the first drive, the one, one you scored on. Like, I, I, to be honest with you, when you guys get to the red zone, I already put my helmet on because I'm thinking I'm about to go on the field. You know, you guys are going to score and they're going to kick the PAT. They're going to run down and kick off and then I'm going to be back on the field. And when you see, when you see as a, as a fellow DB, when you see DBs asking for help, bro, that level of fear is crazy. Like you, you, it's, it's, it's even a thing where the guy who's lined up across from you is thinking about like his start, like he's thinking about, okay, my foot placement. How am I going to do this, that, if you do Bro, his like his head is gone. Like you, you might I don't know if you know that as a as a wide receiver, but if you see a guy asking for help, bro, the the rep is done. The rep is over. So that that was crazy for me to watch. I can't even imagine what it's like for you to watch. It was because it was just like uh, how you go from getting the idea that the team is just gonna shut out our offense, but you got guys asking for help. Obviously, like some ain't right. Like some, some <laughs> got some people. For you to ask for help, but honestly, it was a great game. Besides all of that, oh for sure, it was a great game because you had a back and forth fight. We was down going into half. It was a back and forth fight. I mean, great team. They had a great game plan, and the game plan plan was nice. Yeah, you know, it worked for the most part. And then when we was down going into this halftime, the first thing I did because I heard. one of the great fighters in today's game named Javante Tank Davis. He's a boxer. Uh, Baby Tank. Man, that man coach told him, whatever it's, whatever you want, you got to touch it and claim it. You got to touch it and claim it. So as we going into the locker room, they have the trophy, the uh, German Bowl trophy sitting right there, a big gold, nice trophy sitting right there. Mm. And I said, I told myself, whatever you want, you have to claim it and touch it. And right before... They have a video of me walking in the locker room and I'm touching and close my eyes. And once I touched and claimed the trophy, we won. Oh, I knew it. I said, I came, I said, I'm trying to tell you it's going to be a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 
crazy, bro. <laughs> Yon, pick that ball up, man. I said this man, and that's and 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 accumulated the whole over the whole season. Uh, we had some of non-import German guys. We had some great players. Great players, man. Yeah, some great players, and and amazing to be around. And our coaching staff was amazing to be around as well. Fast. It was it was it was fun everywhere we go. Every Everywhere we go, it was fun. Everybody we seen, that was fun. So it was it was a great time, man, winning the German Bowl with you guys. And, like, the ceremony after we won, like, the fireworks, the confetti, the all the crowd screaming, like, the trophy, the medals. Like, it was an amazing time. It was an amazing time, bro. Thanks, bro. And I think, like... <laughs> For 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 a guy like me, like I, obviously I've never really been around that many people before, like fifteen thousand people, uh, you know, just just in the stadium and stuff like that. And it was when we were when we had won it, and you know, touching the jumbo was cool, like celebrating. But when we were going around the stadium, high fiving the fans and stuff, bro, that was like surreal because it was it was so many people just saying stuff like "thank you." I'm thinking like "thank you," what like "thank you for what?" Like this is crazy. They're like. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for bringing us championship. I was like, I, I should shouldn't I be saying thanks to you for like for watching and coming, bro? These people spent their hard earned cash to, mm. to Frankfurt, bro, which is six hours away from Dresden, to get a hotel somewhere, which is extra money, to pay for the ticket to the stadium, which is extra money, and then buying merch, which is extra money, just to come watch us play. That I, I for me, bro, that's that's crazy, man. No, that was crazy. <clears throat> And to, and to this day, uh, I will say Dresden Monarchs have the best fans. Facts. Facts. Travel good. They're, 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 they're great fans. Nice. They loving. They everybody, even when it wasn't including football, everybody wanted you to have a great time. Especially if you're an import, they wanted to make Dresden like home to you. So, yeah, bro. Yeah. Awesome. They they were awesome, man. But. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I think it's a it's a memory that's gonna that's gonna stick with me for as long as I live winning the GFL. Because I didn't, I also didn't realize as well. I was uh, speaking to uh, an older of mine, a mentor of mine. Uh, he's in the UK, and he had told me that I was the the third ever British player to win the GFL, and the first the first ever defensive player to win it from the UK. And I was like, when I when I think about that kind of stuff, like, on, it, it, like it's it's just surreal for me because I think about all like there's been so many players in the UK that played in the GFL and like to be in that kind of company was it's just, on, it's, it's crazy it's it's surreal. Hall of Famer. <laughs> don't 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 leave that out. That's something you can't leave out. Right? Oh oh yeah, and and in that same year I made the Portsmouth Destroyers Hall of Fame. That's that was that was that was surreal that was very surreal because it to make it like this early like you know and i'm still playing football and stuff and you know that's that was crazy as well man and you know it's something that you, you must have it too when like like young like young you know young men come up to you and ask you for like advice and stuff like that like i think to myself sometimes like i was i was you like five years ago like how are you asking me about certain this this certain situation how are you asking me about this certain life issue or this certain football issue or whatever, like I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But at the same time, it's just an honor and a privilege when people come to me 
for advice about anything, you know, because to for to ask someone for advice is 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 basically a, a place of vulnerability. You're being vulnerable. You're asking someone, saying, "Listen, I need help with this thing." It's not easy to do. So if to to anyone that has ever asked me for anything, man, you know, if to be honest with you, I'm very very grateful to you for coming to for coming to me and choosing me, man. No, definitely. That, that, that was amazing, bro. I can't even sit here and make it seem like it wasn't. Yeah, bro. But seeing you, seeing you being great, man. Seeing you doing the things you did, man. seeing you um, do the things that you conquered. Those those things that, I mean, in your time frame of playing, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. And another thing, I just want to thank you for, bro. Just having, bro. We had. Some amazing times. But even like when we was, it was like, bro, times where we were ready to go home. Things were confusing. Like we still, well, you still, because I wasn't from Europe and you yeah. wasn't from Germany, but you had a certain sense of how Europe, the culture was. Facts. It was, Facts. It was amazing, bro. It was so amazing. So I got to thank you for that, bro. And Appreciate you, bro. Every day, man, talking about uh, the motherland culture, African culture, and just, uh, just always like being a brother took me away from home, bro. That was really dope, bro. I appreciate nah, that. I appreciate that, bro. And you know, we now nah, we had some some crazy, crazy, crazy times, man, in the apartments on the field, like doing stuff outside of practice. And it it was it was crazy. Another another thing as well, they talk about the mental aspect of it was like that was the other thing is when you cut when you go home, bro, all of that stuff is just over. Like there's no like it, it was so weird, like on my last day, um, in Germany, like it was my last day, Antics last day, the same day, and we just like were just sitting in uh, TJ's room watching uh, Vikings. And I think everyone kind of realized at that moment that like this is done, like it's it's finished. There's no, there's no uh who's like who's getting in whose car for practice. There's no uh what you guys getting to eat. There's no Lamachun. There's no nothing. This is just it's just done. And like that aspect of things as well. Was it took me? A, it took me a couple of days to adjust from that because now you're just. Don't get me wrong. I love being at home. I love being my girl and stuff like that. It's you know, it's it's amazing and you know, something I'm gonna obviously do for the rest of my life. But it's like when you when you build a brotherhood of people and you do something so special and you build those relationships and friendships and all of a sudden it's not taken away from you, but your time is is up. It's it can be hard to adjust, man, for sure. I definitely was definitely and that. And, and I, I feel like it hit me when all you guys were leaving and I was just sitting at home. But mm. I was I was ready to go. You know, I was ready to see my family. But at the same time, you got to think, bro, for half of you, you sit there and you build a brotherhood and a bond with guys. You get into them. You know what I'm saying? Every Basically, day, bro. Every day we see each other. Get into little, little jokes and fights and, like, just being a brother. Yeah, you know bro. You're going to miss that. It's going to be something you miss, so. That's why I said, man, we always want to stay in contact because, like, that's Facts. the major, that's the that's the biggest thing, man. That's the, one of the biggest things. And I feel like with us, I don't know about other teams, I don't know about other leagues and other all this, but uh, when it comes to even the Germans, bro, man, I love those guys, man. Man, I love them to death, bro. And even Facts. like when it comes to, uh, the imports, like I don't know how other imports are being treated or anything like that, but I feel like um, we had a nice. A nice family at the Jersey Monarchs. Facts, bro. Facts. And 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 segueing off that, the situation in Frankfurt. Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Like, how did do you know? Like, every every detail. Did you see every detail of of what happened there? 
Uh, I don't know every detail, but I do know what uh, you guys uh, had tweeted at first. Mm -hmm. And then just, so I don't know what happened. So you definitely have to elaborate on that for me. But uh, I just heard it was like a sticky situation. Yeah, so... Um, it all started off with um, my boy Cadell. He he won't mind me saying that because he's he's been trying to raise awareness about this. He was just speaking about his mental health and how it had been affected uh, by the season. So essentially, what had happened to him was he uh, suffered a season-ending injury in Frankfurt, and you know, every, you know, everyone reached out. I reached out to him and you know, obviously wished him well and stuff like that. And I I didn't really pay any notice to it, but um, he was speaking just about a week ago about what had happened uh, after that injury. And, you know, sometimes when you're on a team that has the opportunity to do great things, you know, you sacrifice certain things and that, you know, everyone's been through that, but he was talking about how he was mistreated, how he was basically, I mean, for example, we have health insurance in, in Dresden, so we didn't have to do any of that stuff. We just showed to the doctors and put our card in, but he didn't have that. So he had to pay for stuff that he shouldn't have to pay for. He had to pay for like, he, he didn't get his deposit back and stuff like that. Mm. Um, the, the crib that they were staying in, bro, like, I have a, another friend, uh, another older who had, he had played for Frankfurt years ago in 2018, and they, they stayed the same crib that he stayed in, and it was, like, rats in there, cockroaches, like, black mold, and, like, for people who don't understand how serious black mold is, like, if that is exposed to you for a, a long period of time, it can lead to very serious health complications. And he was, he was staying in there, and they were staying in there, as a whole group of imports in Frankfurt uh, for the entire season and essentially um, kind of afraid to speak up about it for fear of like being released or, or being blackboard. So I think a lot of imports are kind of like wary and a lot, a lot of stuff is, 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 is moving into motion. I'm working on, on something as well to help imports kind of get, get out of situations, understand situations they're going into because that kind of stuff is unacceptable. Like, for example, like for for winning a championship, um, for for Frankfurt, you know, in, in the ELF and stuff, and and get and that's like kind of your reward, is crazy, you know. And I think a lot of guys are afraid to speak up about it, you know. And I I think I think the fear is that they won't be able to to play football in Europe anymore. But I think for me, if a team doesn't sign me because of my integrity and stand, standing up for my friends and stand up for what's right, then I don't want to play for them anyway, you know? So exactly. I hope, I hope guys are able to to speak up about that and, 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 and basically support, support Cadell and, 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 uh, uh, and coach Coop as well, because a lot of guys are, they're, they're really the main two on that Frankfurt team. And Omari, he actually played corner for the Dresden Monarchs. Um, I think two years ago, three years ago. Um, and he spoke up by in the season, and instead of people taking him seriously, they made memes out of him, bro. They put him on a meme page. They called him a Karen. They called him this, that, and the other. And all he was asking for was just human decency. He was talking about team volunteers that weren't, you know, that weren't getting their dues. They're talking about team. He's talking about, I think, some staff or something that, that weren't getting paid. And he was talking about just the basic living conditions that, that they weren't, uh, they weren't experiencing. Uh, it was, it was just, it was a lot of crazy stuff, man. And it's a lot of stuff that, that was it was upsetting to read because I think about how we how we were treated in Dresden compared to that and it's like it's just night and day you know you know we had everything that that we could have asked for if we I mean I know I know Mr Yorg shout out Yorg the GM <laughs> that, that man that man is Mr Krabs but if you really need something he will he will get it for you like one hundred percent he's the he's the kind of guy that will do it 
Um, but yeah, the, that Frankfurt situation is crazy. And it's still, I think it's still going on. I think they're still talking about it online, uh, on, on Twitter and stuff. And it's, it's a crazy situation, man. That's, that's, bro. That's, and, and you got that situation is one of the biggest fears of good athletes from America going in or going overseas. And, 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's 100%. like, I'm over here. And I want to come, you know what I'm saying, experience and turn your program around for an uh-huh. instance. Mm-hmm. But I can't get the basic needs. Like, that's that's ridiculous. And it's, it's sad to hear because it's like, wow, but like, that's what, uh, that's how people think of you. And like, that's how people would treat you. But like, like you said, the Dresden Monarchs, bro, they took care of everything you really needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not, you know, not a spot, right? Like I need, I want the finest water and all that. Like, like your basic needs, and even then, like they they took care of you, man. Shout out to your coach Cruiser, coach. Yeah, like they was they was amazing guys, like amazing program. If if this was which is this is my first team, I would think every other team is like this because they Facts. they show a good time being with this team. Mm. I wouldn't know. Uh, why another team? Like, why wouldn't another team do that? But he ended at the ELF Frankfurt, and they won the championship. Like, that's crazy. That's the craziest and for thing. For them, something like that, man, that's that's tough. But I hope they figured everything out. And just to piggyback off that is this: uh, know your work, man. Know your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, your integrity and, and like your loyalty to a team is is, is definitely a big, but it integrity, integrity and loyalty. To yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. That's that's the main thing, bro. You can't don't feel bad because uh, you don't want to tell the truth because you feel like you will be put in the black sheep or this would it wouldn't be a good thing. But man, bro, you can't worry about stuff like that, bro. You you only have to worry about your value. And if right. somebody's not taking care of you, you can't worry about nothing else, man. And, and I hate that they had to go through that and. If you're an import out there, uh, my guy Jason, hit my boy Jason up. Uh, he, he is trying to figure something out to where he can inform you on what you are getting into and like how you are getting into it. For real. That is sad. That is sad. And I hope you guys figure everything out. And I, I'm fully behind it. Whatever you do, I'm fully behind. It. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to help. Hopefully, I mean, it's, it's going to take a while, but hopefully develop some kind of import union or just a union of players really in Europe, not just imports, because I know there's certain situations. I mean, I've I mean, I've seen everything in England, bro. You can you can only imagine like it's crazy over here, some of the stuff that people go through. But there's certain situations that this this happens, this happens and it's, it's not the first time it's happened and it probably won't be the last time. So I'm hoping that you know that that can get off the ground. Hopefully, I don't know. Next year will be tough, but I'm, I'm I'm in contact with a few guys and trying to just figure out how we're gonna get the ball rolling with that. Because at the end of the day, you know, organizations need to be held to account too. You know, you can't just sign someone. You know, especially from a place like America, who's coming away to I don't know, let's say like Romania or something. You know, they already have a lot of anxieties about you know traveling to you know certain places and being so far away from home. And now you're putting them in a situation where they have to live in, you know, a, a dump or live in, you know, places that are rat infested or where they can risk their their actual health. And it's crazy that like 
that that happened, especially with a team like Frankfurt, because they're such a big organization in Europe. Like the Frankfurt Universe are like every like even the NFL fans in Europe from the eighties know who the Frankfurt Universe are. You know, they're such a massive organization. So for that for that to happen, it kind of raises question marks about the organization, but also like because it's a new league, it raises question marks about the ELF as a whole. You know, now people are maybe thinking sideways, thinking, should I go to the ELF? You know, yeah, the, the money is, from from what I understand, the money is on the whole probably better than, than the GFL, but how much are you willing to pay for comfort? You know, like if you're, if you're getting paid so much money, but you're living with rats, it's like you might be jeopardizing your long-term health. So yeah, man, if, if anyone has any situation like that, you know, hit me up, man. You know, I've, I, I'm, I'm grateful to know a few people um, in a few leagues and stuff, and, and I might be able to help you out with, with some stuff. But it's definitely it's definitely a tough situation, man, and it's, it's something that no one should really go through, to be honest. No, nah, that's 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 big, man. I mean, that's what you, you, you choose. Uh, wealth over health. And sometimes in, the, in this world, uh, that's the decision that sometimes you got to choose. I mean, I would hope everybody would choose themselves and they help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you throw a little extra bucks, I'll be a roommate with a rat, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, uh, man, that, 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 that is real tough, man. I hope them guys figure out a solution and uh, yeah. hope they figure out something, bro, because that's, that's pretty tough. And like I said, man, Imports or even not imports. I don't even see Germans getting treated bad. You know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah, even fact. hear about you know what I'm saying Germans get treated a certain way. So man, I just hope everybody can find equality with playing such a game that we play. Bro. We play a beautiful game and we play a game that brings uh, so many different people with different aspects of the game and different backgrounds of the game. We bring them together and we all want one common goal which is to come together, teamwork, and when we win. And that's just feeling. Yeah, for real, man. It, it it is like you say, man. It's 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 everyone. There's there's different. It's not just imports. There's not just imports. You know, being mistreated. It's, it's local Germans as well. It's local locals in every country. So I'm trying to I'm trying to start something, man. Hopefully, hopefully it gets off the ground. Um, it'll take it'll take a while, like I said, you know, because these things take time. But I just I just don't want the younger guys that are coming from all these different countries. That will end up playing in you know these these leagues in Europe to go through this kind of situation because it's I mean can you imagine like being a parent and like you know your son is gonna play professionally in another country you already have you know that fear of you know okay he's not within you know he's not even in the country I can't just get to him to where he's now saying okay I'm, I'm living with rats I'm living with cockroaches that's like that's that's stress in itself and you know. Exactly. People, people. Some of these imports are fathers themselves. You know, they have kids, and now you have somebody's fathers in you know a situation where they're, they're messing with their health, and somebody's brother and somebody's husband or whatever. So, you know, I think, I think, I think it should be on organizations to realize that when you are hiring someone, when you're bringing people in, you know, you're you're, you're bringing in a human being. You know, my guy from uh from Tales from Sport, a guy called Ross, who's actually running a pretty good organization in England. Um, he he said that you know you. When you're when you're hiring someone, you're bringing in a human being, and you have to bring in everything a human being needs and more. You know, you need you need food, you need water, but you need comfort as well. You need support mentally, bro. I don't even know. Like this is funny. When I when I got to Dresden, York was like to me. He's he's like, yeah, man. If you need anything, you know, 
you know, food, you know, some new stuff. If you need to talk to me about like heartbreak, bro, I was like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> he's talking about, he's like, have you got any heartbreak issues, women troubles? Like, you can just speak to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. But like, the fact that he even said that, you know, as a it's GM, yeah, it, it, it definitely means a lot, you know. So, you know, I hope, I hope those guys know that all, like, you know, all the imports are, are in support of them for sure. Uh, yeah. well, at least, uh, at least, at least us, and you know, you know, we we got your back, man, because it is, it's a, you know, it's kind of like a family here, you know. I mean, after every game, you know, you know, it's like we speak to the other imports and stuff, and you know, we're we're there sometimes for like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, just talking about life and just like just joking around and stuff with with guys that we literally just played against. So it's definitely a family, and you know, football's family as well. So we're gonna look out for you guys, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. It's been real, bro. It's definitely been real, bro. It's been it's been real to be able to play in a country where everything is so much beautiful, it's so uh-huh. much color behind it. And, and like I said again, I want to appreciate you for uh, for creating a brother brotherhood with me. Brothers, Thanks, man. bro. It's amazing, bro. Bros for life, man. For real. Now be well. Now you can't now you can't get rid of me, bro. Nah, bro, you coming to the wedding whenever God bless me to have one. <laughs> Are you planning to have one soon? I don't know about all that, bro. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm definitely coming to, I'm definitely gonna come to yours before I come to mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You never know, I might have one in uh in Houston. Nah, that'd be crazy. You gonna come? No, nah, I will. I will. I will have to pull out though eventually, bro. If not, nah, if not, if not next year, definitely the year after, bro. For that's sure. You come here, bam, and I turn around and I come next year. That's bro, if you, I'm telling you right now, you come to England, especially London, bro. I'm telling you right now, you never want to leave. It's just it's the best. It's the best city. It's not nah, that's good, man. In my Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they got you thrown up in the <laughs> waiting room, son. <laughs> don't that sound suspicious <laughs> that sounds suspicious I was actually funnily enough I was actually watching a, a Drewski uh, meme today and it was the guy when it was the one where the guy was uh, he came to to recruit some high school kids and he's like Hunter Shoes white quarterback you know American dream <laughs> who doesn't want that <laughs> got both friends in the house both friends in the house, mom's in the glee club. <laughs> bro, this man is crazy. That man is crazy. But nah, he's he's funny, man. He's funny. But nah, um where can they find you, bro? Where, where can people find you if they want to reach out? I know you're I know you're on Twitter. Oh, boy, do you you don't really use your Twitter that much, do you? Not really, but if, if people trying to get out and reach and talk to me, bro, and if they have any questions about anything, bro, even if you just want to become a fan and just wanna sitting chatting about life, you know, uh like Twitter. My Twitter yeah. I put on um, panhandle on that Twitter, uh Instagram, shoot, uh anything, bro. Anything that you know, Facebook, anywhere, bro. You just get out to me because I love not only to connect with people through sports, but anything through life, bro. If I have the knowledge, I'll definitely give it to you. Mm. I will be happy to give it to you, you know. Facts, bro. Facts. And your your Instagram is at Stu. 1225 Twitter is at DJ8 
Well, I said, I'll leave it in the description of anyone who who's bothered, man. But nah, bro, it's a, it's been a it's been a good conversation, man, for sure. Definitely, it's always litty when we get in the city, man. So I don't even know what that means, man. That sounds crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's super wild right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just chatting. <laughs> just chatting.